Hello and welcome to Nursing Nuggets. I am Allison Adams and together we will explore the gold nuggets necessary to pass nursing school and to save lives. Hello, today my guest with me is Miss Olivia Walker and I'm going to have her introduce herself. Hey everyone, I am Olivia Walker. I have been a Fletcher nursing instructor since 2016. I've been a nurse since 2010. And I've been a family nurse practitioner since 2015. Um, I have experience uh, from womb to the tomb, honestly. I birthed newborn nursery peds. I worked at a pain center, worked um, gynecology. And then now I work as a nurse practitioner seeing um, Medicare patients, so wound, all the way through. Wound to the tomb. I've never heard that before, but I really like yeah. that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you've taught health assessment for a number of years. Why do you feel health assessment is such an important topic? Um, it gets its own course in a lot of nursing programs. Uh, why is that important for students to understand? I So health assessment is what I believe is the foundation of being a nurse. And it's the first step to that wonderful nursing process. And I always tell students that your assessment skills are invaluable. No one can take that away from you as a nurse. You know, you can take away um, a the radiology department. You can take away um, the cafeteria can be blown down in a hurricane, but you can't take away a nurse's hands and their their hearing, hopefully, and their sight and all those things, the assessment process. And so I just feel like it's so important and I'm proud to teach it because I feel like I'm their entrance to nursing and it's wonderful. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, in order to make nursing judgments and nursing decisions, we can't do that if we don't have good data. You know, it's just like a climatologist who is trying to determine a whodunit situation. Mm -hmm. The details and, and the evidence that he or she gets leads them to either the criminal or to someone who's wrongfully accused. So again, the assessment leads you to those next judgments as a nurse. So poor assessments lead to poor judgments. Yep, it's the opening for everything that you're going to do. So it's our foundation. And you can't build a house if you don't have a good foundation. Oh, that's a good analogy. I love analogies. <laughs> what do you think is a topic that students struggle with in health assessment? And, you know, how can we help them through that? So probably from the beginning of the course, I feel like taking blood pressures are really hard for students, just more of the mechanics of, you know, opening the dial and closing the dial and always tell them righty, tidy, lefty, loosey, and then just to get that steady flow of opening the pump. And so that's an issue sometimes and also just focusing on what they're doing because it's really hard to take a blood pressure if you have people in the room talking or you're shuffling around. And so just being calm and Focusing on what you're doing, zoning out from all your surroundings, that's very important. Um, I'd probably say the other thing is just kind of the normalcy of nursing, getting close to a patient and touching them. 
you know, it's funny when we do the abdominal palpation, I find a lot of times they're very timid and they like, you know, they look at me like, is it okay if I touch or, and I'll say, okay, that's light, but show me deep palpation. And they'll go, you know, they're at the same, the same depth of a uh, light palpation. And so I just think getting them accustomed to that as well is kind of difficult for those new students. Yeah, I definitely see that with the blood pressures where telling a patient to turn the TV down or telling people in the room to be quiet so they can concentrate, that's a skill they have to develop. They don't usually have that assertiveness uh, when they first start because they're so timid into anything they're doing new. It's just, you know, natural human reactions to doing something new. Yeah, I always tell them set yourself up for success. You're an advocate for your patient, but you're also an advocate for yourself and your own nursing techniques. And so, yeah, set yourself up for success always. I also do like that you brought up blood pressure cuffs because I've seen that as well. Um, Having to control that dial one handed while your Mm -hmm. other hand is holding the diaphragm or the stethoscope in the correct place with the correct pressure. Um, using your hands in different ways than you've used before, that definitely requires some practice. Hopefully there's some family members out there with some of these nursing students um, or friends out there who don't mind being guinea pigs. I know my sister was mine when I was in nursing school and I think she regretted it at the time, but she did what she needed (laughs) to do to help me out. It's a good sister. What assessment techniques do they struggle with? Um, And I think we've kind of covered that with blood pressure. Um, Are there any other techniques that you find um, that we can give some tips and tricks out there? I would say um, recognizing different sounds that they're hearing in their stethoscope. It's very hard to know what you're hearing if you haven't taught yourself what you're hearing or if you haven't listened to what you think you're hearing or, you know, the abnormal. So I would say videos I always do that in class. I let them listen to different abnormal breath sounds, but also normal breath sounds. And so just getting more experience with that is helpful. Um, Asking questions in clinicals. You know, if they don't know what they're hearing, don't just continue on with the assessment. Ask the instructor. That's why they're there. Hey, this doesn't sound right. Can you listen for me? Obviously, don't say that in front of the patient, but, um, you know, out of the room, asking the instructor to help out with that. And um, I always tell my students as well, symmetry, so important, left to right always. And so if you're saying something is abnormal on the left side, have you assess the right side to see what makes it abnormal. And listening to breath sounds, always go left to right or right to left, whatever's easier for you, and just bilateral symmetry. Yep, yeah, great points. Um, and, and you know, it's funny, I always tell students, I wish I'd go back to nursing school in 2023 because the amount of resources they have at their fingertips, you can Google breath sounds um, and hear what normal sounds like versus uh, crackles, rails, ronchi, depending on what they're calling it these days, wheezes, wheezes exactly, strider. Um, you've got some great resources out there literally at your fingertips to be able to listen to those breath sounds. Last but not least, are there any other little nuggets you'd like to share with our audience of students who are struggling or nursing students who are getting into this business? Um, just some some words of wisdom. Oh, man. Um, I would say invest in a good stethoscope. Um, my first stethoscope I thought was good, and then I actually got a, 
you know, a cardiology Litman and it was wonderful, the things that I could hear versus what I could not hear on my other stethoscope. So I would invest in a good stethoscope. Um, take it one day at a time. Um, break up material. I love charts. I love tables. And then find your learning style. And whatever your learning style is, continue with that. Whatever works best for you. If you're a writer, write. If you're a visual learner, look up videos. Anything that you can obtain with your resources, use them. Um, any other nuggets? Let me think. Yeah, I like that tip about, you know, studying to your learning style. And I always uh, give the tip of teaching it to someone else, yes. whether that be a family member or a kid or even you can teach stuffed animals and, and dogs and things. If you can talk it out and you can explain it to the way that another person would understand it, when you have to teach it, you really have to understand it. So I think that's a great study tip as well. And then use your family members. They're there to support you. And most of our family members have chronic conditions, have acute conditions. Our kids have problems going on. And when they do, listen to them, um, palpate them, inspect them, do all the things. Because they're at your fingertips as well. And they're real life scenarios. Yep. So. And if one person in the class has Pawpaw with COPD, yeah. ask Pawpaw if he wouldn't mind having other people hang out with a stethoscope on top so yeah. that everybody can hear Absolutely. what's going on. Well, I just want to thank you for joining us today. This was Olivia Walker and Health Assessment. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. This is Allison Adams going back to class. Bye.